episode 103, Simon Hinton. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Words they live by, for example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round, and their wake up question to finish. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. If you want to take it to another level, the Alpha Ultimatum for men worldwide who know they are capable of way more. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved, and you have the application form right there. Get to the podcast. Good morning, guys. We have a brilliant one for you today. We have Simon Hinton here today. He's an entrepreneur, international healer, Reiki master, NLP master practitioner, quantum power visionary. He's been up to all sorts over his career, which we're going to talk about. Involved with quantum law of attraction retreats, his light therapy revolution, how our paths cross was the Entrepreneurs Club International, which is a really cool club. But firstly, Simon, are you ready to awaken your alpha? <laughs> Good morning, Adam. Uh, mm-hmm. Lovely to be here. I'm very much ready to awaken my alpha, but I think maybe I should wake up first. It was a bit of a night last night. Yeah. Um, Christmas uh, party. It's that Christmas <laughs> spirit, but I'm, I'm feeling full of life now, so um, looking forward to speaking to you. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming. Nice to I just want to tell people a little bit about the, uh, the Entrepreneurs Club, because, I mean, we've got so many things we've got to talk about. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about that first. You know, this was mm-hmm. founded in uh, 2000, April 2007. It was a core group of founding members were magnetized by the powerful intention, energy, and concepts, and evolutionary thinking behind the ECI. The Entrepreneurs Club internationally, International totally supports the win-win paradigm. It's got 12,000 members. It's a really powerful group. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add to your bio or, or remove from your bio? <laughs> or, did, I miss, did I miss anything? Well, I've done a lot of things in my life, Adam. Yeah. You know, I've, um, I've always lived a life where I've sort of never accepted sort of just running with the pack, really. So I've always kind of been out there doing different things. And so I've, I've had quite an interesting, exotic and varied life, really. So <laughs> I don't really know where to start and where to end. And no, the I probably mean, thing is, I think is the main main thing is I do start and I don't end. <laughs> In the nineties, you worked for GQ magazine. Uh, you founded mm-hmm. the interior section. Um, you know, you you've written for the Financial Times. Was it Financial Times as well? You told me. Yeah, I have yeah. written for the Financial yeah, Times. Yeah, you, right. you've got a background in the sort of eco property and different things. Makes sense to go for your origin questions. Where are you originally from? What did you want to be when you was growing up? If it was all of these things potentially, <laughs> and uh, how did how did you get to where you are now and living the life you're doing at the moment? Well, when I was actually in Norfolk, um, sort of from about seven to eighteen, and when I was at school there at thirteen, you know, we had this little book, Your Choice at Thirteen Plus. Um, when I look back at it, it seems really quite ridiculous that they thought we were at thirteen we would somehow know exactly what we were going to do. Uh, and I really didn't have a clue at the yeah. time. And, you know, one of the things I've always, I've always liked the idea of, um, Adam, is the concept of what we call the Renaissance man or woman. It says that we have to be, you know, a, a one particular type of person or, or have one particular vocation. You know, I mean, Leonardo da Vinci was a fantastic scientist, an incredible genius scientist. He was also a brilliant painter. You know, yeah. um, you know William Blake was a brilliant painter, was also a fantastic poet. I never really knew what I wanted to do, but as time has gone on, I, I realised, you know, it's like doing lots of things is interesting. And I think the one thing that really sort of summarises that best is 
for me, if I'm going to use one word, it's the word entrepreneur, because most people are sort of stuck in a job. Um, I mean, it may be hopefully a job that they like, um, but they generally are sort of in a particular thing and that's it. Uh, with the entrepreneur, you do have this freedom. It was a good point you made about all them people who's listening where they've got all these different aspects where they're doing really successful, I suppose. And once you get into the habit of, you know, creating things and being successful, if you've got multiple interests that you're passionate about, absolutely no reason that you can't just basically repeat that habit in different aspects. Yeah, I mean, what's happened is it's quite interesting because, um, you know, I have done loads and loads of different things and I, and I do know a lot of different kinds of people. So I've mixed, you know, I've been blessed that I, I can mix in many, many and have and do mix in many different kinds of circles. And that's really enriched my life. So, you know, um, you know, I can mix on one level with sort of you know, what might be perceived as sort of, you know, highly influential people. Um, but I find, you know, I can, I can just be just as enriched by sort of you know, going down the road and chatting to someone on the market. And we can learn from all sorts of, of people and situations, old and young. I mean, I, get, I find my life is very enriched by, by you know, hanging out with very, you know, people much older than me, for example. But equally, I, I get a different kind of information and stuff by talking and sharing things with people a lot younger than me. It's helped me build rapport and gain rapport with, with, with the main thing that I'm doing now at the moment, which is... You know, I work as a healer yeah. and, you know, I, I've got my own clinic in, in Marlebone. Um, and, I, you know, I sort of also do retreats and I basically teach people to, 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 to be or help people to try and find out why they're on the planet. You know, what's their role? You know, why are they here? I do believe that everybody has a sole purpose and to find out why you're here. Um, so some people call this the Dharma. Yeah. And to live that life is for me the, the key to, to finding genuine happiness and I completely agree. With one, within, within oneself. When you started out, I mean, it looks like you sort of went into journalism and then sort of interiors, interior design, that sort of, that sort of aspect and a bit of property. Was there an awakening type moment when you talk about people, the important thing is people finding the path, what they're put on this planet to do? Uh, my life has <laughs> been actually like a series of epiphanies, to be yeah. honest. Not just a single one, but a series of them. But as far as my recent years, the recent years are concerned, yeah. uh, what actually happened, I'll be totally honest and frank with you. Um, you know, I was a property developer, yeah. building houses, uh, an eco developer, and uh, things were going quite well, actually, um, until the sort of global recession hit, you know, sort of around 2008, 2009, when, when it started to really bite. And, um, you know, I was doing a lot of trading as well, hotels, uh, you know, big hotel deals, you know, hundreds of million pound deals. And lots of things like that and things were really in flow however um, i got into trouble financially uh, and difficulties you know major difficulties yeah and, i think a lot of people did around that time yeah yeah and you know i lived i was up until that point i was living you know, quite a comfortable life to be honest with my kids my family and and, and you know everything seemed to be particularly boo and moving quite nicely um but i did get into trouble and you know, it just seemed to get worse and worse. And, and, and it was like, whatever I turned my hand to seemed to fail, which was kind of not really reflective of how my life had been in the earlier years, because yeah. wherever I seemed to go, it's, it, interesting things had always emerged. For some really? reason, you know, I, I got out of flow and under a lot of stress, a lot of financial pressure. Um, in the early 90s, I had a spontaneous Kundalini experience, for anyone who understands what that is. I was going to say, could you explain to us what a Kundalini experience is? Well, basically, uh, a Kundalini experience 
you know, it, it, the Kundalini is, is something that it's basically the most powerful, potent force in a human being. And it's the energy that, that starts at the base chakra. And when it's triggered, the, an energy force field powers through the whole central uh, spine and the central nervous system. And it's, it's a bit like having an orgasm, but your old body shakes. <laughs> So uh, that was quite fun. I was um, <laughs> I wasn't at the time. No, fortune. it was good. It was but good. but um, essentially, what what actually was happening to me, joking aside, is that yeah. energy was changing my body, and I could I, I I was having these incredible experiences. So what I started to do was get more and more involved and and and, and start into both the studying and also an experiential level into various aspects of of magic and mysticism. So I studied and joined various orders and, you know, I was quite disciplined in spiritual and magical practice. Yeah. And this is like over 20 years ago. And um, then sort of in the late 90s, towards, you know, late 90s um, I got involved in Reiki <clears throat> because a girlfriend of mine at the time uh, was a massage therapist. And, uh, you know, she said, would you like to do this Reiki course? So I said, yeah, sure. Because I thought at the time I knew kind of a, a, most of the things about the esoteric. I'd studied very, very ferociously and practiced uh, and done loads of stuff and, and had already, at that time had already been starting to write and lecture on the ex, on the esoteric yeah. uh, places like oxford university and, and places if you like had that to ex, if you had to explain reiki yeah. in a nutshell to someone who's just listening who's maybe heard it the term chucked around a bit how would you explain it well reiki is a hands-on healing system it, yeah it actually be, it, it became the most popular and is the most popular and widespread hands-on healing system in, on the planet you know, the practitioner works with you and places certain things into your energy field. And by the end of the day, after you, you do these certain practices, you find that, you know, you can concentrate the Reiki energy powering through your, your crown. And this violet flame, which sometimes people can actually see, comes through your body and your hands get really, really hot when you focus it. And you can lay your hands on people and, and, and start to heal them. So, for example, someone has a headache, you can help take the headache away if, they got a stomach ache or pain somewhere you can start to heal them or if they're just feeling stressed out you can relax them yeah uh, and i found that i was just a natural at it to be honest um and i started practicing reiki and uh, as time went on i did the, the higher degree so by the by, by the year 2000 i become a reiki master trainer i've gone to that level and so just coming back to my earlier point when things um had gone bad for me in my life in 2012 um I decided to go back and work as a healer again. This thing about living an authentic life, for me, really, um, I wasn't completely living an authentic life um, four or five years ago. And looking back now, I feel quite strongly that what the universe was doing was saying, you know, Simon, you know, you're not really doing what you're supposed to be doing on the planet anymore. Mm. You know, you've got this experience, but, you know, there's, there's, there's things that we want you to do that aren't just, you know, being a property developer and building houses and doing that there's other stuff and i and looking back on the on the last two or three years and how things have so dramatically shifted for me i realize now that what happened to me was meant to happen that's at least how i'm seeing it seeing that so you know from 2000 onwards i've, I've developed my own healing you know my healing powers and also developed my own healing system because i've incorporated other stuff and created some other healing modalities and Light Therapy Revolution um, basically emerged in, in, 20, in the middle of 2012, two and a half years ago, when I decided to put all my eggs in that basket, focus, focus my energy on doing the healing work uh, and, you know, helping people with their lives transform and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was under this false thing that I couldn't make money as a healer. 
I, I kind of thought the lifestyle that I'm used to, I, I couldn't do it. For me, there was, I had this false belief. It was a completely false belief. Yeah, I suppose. And that, if, that healers can't make money. They're all sort of poor, sandal-wearing hippie types. I know what you mean. And if, the, um, if, that's, if that's the story in your head and that's what you believe, obviously that's going to be the reality, isn't it, as well? It's, it's correct. Good. I mean, I had this, 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 this misconceived notion. But the really good thing is that I'm able to really help many, many people. And because I've had such a sort of varied life, it means it, it benefits me because I can get rapport with all different sorts of people. I wanted to ask you, this is our Yoda question. Okay. Throughout this journey, who inspired you or who, who did you potentially follow or joint venture with or just who was, did you ever have any coaches or mentors along the way that, or just people that turned up in your life at the right sort of time to steer you in the right direction? Uh, there was one in particular, Dr. Susie Anthony in 2000, um, who I met randomly at some event. And, um, at that particular point, because I'd studied the esoteric and had been lecturing and talking about it all, and I thought I knew everything about it. <laughs> but, in fact, <clears throat> but in fact, I didn't, and I probably was a bit arrogant, really, with it. Um, when she came along and met me and started, I said, listen, I, wanna, I need to do the Reiki Master level. I haven't done the Reiki Master level, and I worked with her. I was completely blown away by the power and the energy which she was transmitting, and I just thought, oh, my God, I have never experienced that level of intensity <laughs> and there's been you know two or three other kind of people that have come along i've always kind of you know struck out on my own to be honest and yeah. that doesn't mean to say I, I can't learn from people i certainly do um, my kids having children was a great teacher for me you know i've got four beautiful children uh, one stepson included in that you know and they they've taught me a lot that shifted my focus you know, away, you know, when you're single and, and, and you don't have kids, you know, sometimes one, one can be quite egocentric. And it didn't, yeah. it, it didn't seem like it at the time, but, you know, having children is a very humbling experience. Yeah, completely different ballgame. I completely agree. Completely different <laughs> ballgame. And, you know, it also, it, you know, you touch earth and it's not always about you anymore. It's, my mind started to, dr not drift, but started to think more more focused on things like legacy. And, and uh, you know, you want to, create something inspiring for them and yeah that's that's my mindset my mindset started to shift that way a little bit more mm. once they were born absolutely i'm a strong believer adam that you know one, when you when you really you know you, you have one's attention is focusing on living one's truth living one's authentic self serendipitous or synchronistic events emerge much more um readily and so, you know, I live a life really now where I'm just so used to being in the flow. I actually teach people how to get in the flow and stay in the flow. You know, a lot of self-development, traditional self-development teachings, much as I find them very useful and very beneficial, I always felt somehow there were some things that were missing. Yeah. Um, in as much as, for example, they felt a little bit one suit fits all, you know um and really that's how uh, you know I, i've developed this thing called the quantum law of attraction which i sort of downloaded from upstairs about two and a half years ago which radically changed my life yeah i was going to ask you about that could you yeah. try and explain that to us a little bit yeah sure i mean you know we books like the secret with, with by Rhonda Byrne and, and movies like the secret have been very useful in helping people shift their reality and thinking that actually we have a symbiotic connection with the reality which we experience by the utilization of our thoughts. That's kind of what the law of attraction really is about, that, that we can change our reality by our thinking. And I'm absolutely in total agreement with that idea. Um, however, I felt that there were certain things within that concept which could be, which were missing. And 
So with the quantum law of attraction, the focus, rather than just saying, you know, okay, let's have a vision board and let's, let's you know, wish for a Ferrari or a big house <laughs> or that perfect job or that perfect wife or the family. I'm not saying those things are wrong. Um, but I, I did feel quite, I still do feel quite strongly that the focus really, you know, a lot of people externalize, you know, they, 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 they tempt to, they, they feel that their life will be happy if they have external objects yeah. in their life. So the objectification of their desires, they make as the basis for their, what they feel is their happiness. And what I noticed, Adam, is that, you know, like a movie like The Secret or a book like The Secret, I found that if you've got like 20 people, for example, doing the practices of something like The Secret and doing the self-development and all that, you'd find generally about this sort of proportionality you get about six or seven of them would get incredible, fantastic results. Yeah. Um, you get about six or seven who kind of get a mixed bag of results. You know, some things would work, some wouldn't. And you get sort of three or four people not really getting much at all. And I wanted to understand why that was the case. Why wasn't it 100% success? And, you know, the, the, the conclusion I came to is that the, it's kind of a little bit back, back to front, really. You know, a lot of people were not actually really focusing on what they should be focusing on. Why am I on the planet? Why am I here? What's it all about? Rather than, you know, let's have this house, let's have this job, let's have this thing. I'm not saying wanting or, or creating those things is a bad thing. Far from it. No, so if, the it, quantum if, it law, fits, yeah, if it fits all your wires, definitely. Absolutely. The quantum law of attraction is really about let's make the focus why we're here and living our authentic true self. Let, let's find out. And the way that I help people to achieve that is something I call getting it in the knowledge and the conversation of the Holy Guardian Angel. Uh, that's quite an esoteric phrase. I could, re, <laughs> I could reframe that and say, well, you know, it's, it's actually finding out your Dharma or your true path, or your soul path. Yeah. Or getting in contact with your best self or your genius because everybody does have a higher aspect to them. Also, another thing that, that's also, I think, also very important to mention is, is I teach people how to work with the flow. You know, a lot of traditional self-development teachings are fairly sort of straight-jacketed around, you know, you know, how-tos. You know, we all do this exercise and we'll go, but everyone's on a different journey, a different station on their path. You know, different people are, are going through different things. So, you know, what's appropriate for one may not be appropriate for another at a certain times. So timing is vital. You know, in, in business timing is vital, in life timing is vital. It's, you know, we have many sliding door moments. So I, I, I help people really work with the flow of the universe, working with the different rhythms and the cycles. is absolutely, for me, has been absolutely amazing in my own life to help me ground, because I'm never really very grounded at them. I've always sort of lived in my life three meters off the ground all the time. <laughs> you know, never really yeah. finished things. And I did always had tons of projects, and it was always very exciting and mad, but never really concluded many things whereas now but by working with with a lot of these flow teachings you know i've become much more grounded but what are some mm -hmm. key tips or advice you'd give for people with when it comes to you know the quantum law of attraction either in mistakes that people generally make or how can they you know use the flow or get into the flow is there any key tips you can give us yeah, well you can come on one of my retreats that's a key tip <laughs> <laughs> take time for yourself uh, <laughs> well you know, the, the thing is to, to be very honest with oneself. Most people aren't that honest with themselves, yeah. you know. Um, and I was one of them. You know, we, 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 we often, we, we, we kid ourselves. We're very good at, at kidding ourselves. So, you know, the first thing you do is, is to take an inventory of your life. You know, look, look at your life with, 
you know, from long, hard eyes, you know, uh, take a real good look at everything, your relationships, you know, uh, your job, your vocation, and what you're doing, you know, um, your health, you know, you, you know, what, and the way you actually live, take a long, hard look at everything, you know, um, and, you know, what, what, look, look at what is working and, and try and understand why, and look at the things that aren't working, you know, and sometimes it's a case of getting down on your knees and praying, to that higher being, to that higher self, to give guidance, you know, and if you do have an open heart, for me, the heart is absolutely critical, you know, this is not a cerebral exercise, you know, having an open heart and really connecting with an open sense uh, of, of humility is, is really important, and being humble and being willing to accept you, you were wrong, I mean, I, I've had to do that, you know, I, I realised yeah. a few years ago I wasn't being authentic, you know, and I had a very humbling experience after living a, a comfortable life to like not having any money and to being on the floor is a bloody humbling experience, to be honest yeah. with you. It really is, you know. Um, but also those humbling experiences are what we learn from. You know, we learn more in times of challenge and difficulty. So, yeah, just take a long look at your life, anyone who's listening, and, and just ask yourself questions and be really honest and take yourself out of the loop. A lot of people find they're very much in the loop. They, 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 it's, sometimes you've got to take yourself out of the loop and view things from a higher perspective, look at everything, you know, anything's yeah. possible, Adam, you know, different thinking, different attitude, open heart, you can shift, I've seen reality shift really quickly, um, so just, just staying open is very, very important. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, we've pretty much made it to the alpha round here, this week you're going to give us some sort of tools, tips, resources, and we like to start that off with a particular book recommendation or two, it could be to do with healing. The autobiography of a yoga, a yoga a yogi um, by Paramahansa Yogananda, who was the chap who brought yoga to the West, you okay. know, in, in, in the twenties. It's a fabulous, amazing, uh, inspirational book that sold many, many millions. Brilliant. It's what? a great, it's a great, it's a great book. If you, if you're, if anyone listening to this is all like, thinks I'm talking a load of rubbish, which <laughs> welcome to, or just thinks all the spiritual stuff is, have a read of that book and just be open hearted. Yeah, have a read of it. What, it's what, some what, amazing, amazing stories. Could you repeat in there. the title of that again, please? The, the, yes. The autobiography of a yogi. Okay. By Paramahansa Yogananda. And is a Hindu classic. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful book. Is there a particular quote, that you like to live your life by through all these through all these challenges you've had or maybe more in recent times is there anything that springs to mind one that resonates with you somebody who uh who was a bit of a controversial character a bit of a rock and roll star in his time a chap called Alistair Crowley <laughs> um and he had a quote do what thou wilt should be the whole of the law love is the law love under will um so it's really about finding your true nature do what thou wilt in other words do find your true nature find your true orbit and use love as the vehicle for its manifestation. So do what thou wilt should be the whole of the law. Love is the law, love under will is my, my quote I like to live my life by. Brilliant. Yeah. Are there any resources out there that you think are really helpful? And obviously going, going on one of your retreats, very helpful, but I mean more, more sort of resources that people can find out more about what you do or just resources that are out there. Um, as far as just general resources in life, yeah, that you... for me, for, for me um, you know, the, the biggest resources are people. Yeah. Because you can learn from people. And, uh, you know, I set up the Entrepreneurs Club International uh, seven, seven and a half years ago um, to bring like-minded people together. And it's been an incredible blessing in my life, to be honest, Adam. It's brought yeah. so many fabulous, interesting, wonderful people from every kind of background and genre. Get yeah. out there, get out there meeting people. There's, 
you know, if you live in the urban centres like London, for example, there's lots of opportunities to go to different meetings and meet different kinds of people. If you feel like you're kind of stuck in your life, you know, often it's the kind of company we keep. You know, yeah. um, you know, if we, we, we if we're hanging out with people who are negative or we're hanging out with people with no aspirations or just sort of moaning all the time, then you know, it, it's going to be harder to actually change. So for me, the biggest resource is, is, is finding people. I'm a networker. Um, although I don't really like that term particularly. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I am somebody who has lots of networks, great networks. Um, and I cut out the people that aren't like that. I just, I'm just not interested in hanging out with people that are, that are negative, really. So that's what I recommend for people. But, uh, it's such an exciting time to be alive. The world is changing fast. So there's a lot of challenges. A lot of stuff is still going on. A lot of stuff is clearing. I know because I'm at the coalface every day, Adam, you know, <laughs> dealing with the fallout with people who are going through stuff. <clears throat> but at the same time, it's a wonderful time of opportunity <clears throat> and growth, personal growth. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is our yin-yang round <clears throat> where I'm just going to hit you okay. with some 50-50 options and we'll find out a little bit more about you. Day or night? Night. Uh, another easy one, I think. Developer or healer? Healer. Entrepreneur? journalist entrepreneur massage or laser laser <clears throat> sylvester stallone or arnold schwarzenegger sylvester stallone dinner out or dinner in dinner out one-to-one -one or group setting group setting and we're going to move straight on to the complete blank around we just got to okay. finish my sentence and again we'll find out a little bit more about you your best friend would describe you as? Extrovert and talkative. <laughs> the last time you were merry or drunk was? Last night at Soho House having a Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, still now. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, if I was ever to visit your little village or East Sussex, they should? Mm -hmm. Wear some wellies because it's pretty muddy out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why I say it's not, not that far from me, but yeah, some lovely countryside and very, very, very beautiful. Your favourite movie of all time is? Oh, you really put me on then. I'll just think about What the Bleep. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. I don't know if it is my favourite, but it's the first one that comes to my mind. What film's that? I haven't heard of that one. <laughs> what the Bleep. No, I haven't heard well, of it. It's, well, it's a, it's a great film about, about the power of quantum thought and 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 the fact that we can change our reality by the way we think what's something you've uh, maybe historically uh, maybe not now but what what have you feared in the past people i've feared people in the past can you go into a bit more detail just, <laughs> all people well, well, I'm, just, well I'm just saying in, yeah. in the past you know there's certain you know i used to be nervous with people yeah. at times you know i was well i was quite confident I, I was scared i was nervous but at the end of the day i realized they're only people yeah. It's like anything. At the end of the day, people are people. You know, I used to fear people. I used to fear certain situations when I was younger. And, you know, and, but at the end of the day, they're just people. Whether it's the queen or whether it's the guy who's working on the market, it's just people. What's the one question you thought I was going to ask or you wished I'd ask and you, I really missed a trick here? Is there anything that springs to mind? God, you're, you're, you're pretty all-encapsulating, Adam, really. I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't really think That's of the plan. That, that, that question as well kind of covers me as well. Um... <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't asked what kind of food I like. Okay. I think you should get more food in there, definitely, yeah. Yeah, okay, so... I, I do love my food. All right. I do, love, I um, do love fine dining. Indian curry Indian, yeah. or Thai curry? Thai curry. Roast dinner, which is... Oh, it's the season of the roast now. Roast dinner or Italian? Roast dinner. 
Yeah, that's a silly question for an English person, I think, <laughs> especially this time of year. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, sweet or savoury? Savoury. I think that's enough food for now. <laughs> that's enough food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, who do you think I should interview next or very soon? I usually look for a couple of recommendations. Um, it could be someone you'd like to tune in and listen to the episode or just someone from your, we've obviously got a, got a huge network, um, some that you think, lots of successful people in there, but some of you think, when you think of them, think actually, they really fit like an alpha show. <laughs> Does anyone that springs well, to mind? I'll tell you, I'll just tell you one, one person who's very, very interesting, I find very inspirational, become a good friend of mine, is a chap called Craig Sams, who um, he spoke recently at the Entrepreneurs Club. Yeah. Um, and uh, a really, really good mate of mine, he, he founded Green and Black's Chocolate. Um, oh. And there's also pretty much single-handedly saved fair trade. So he's somebody who actually walks his talk and uh, a fa- absolutely fascinating man. You can get a sounds, chance to interview him. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. Do it, and I can give you his number. He's a really nice guy. Oh, thank, I will take you up on that. And uh, <laughs> okay. my that's well, my wife will listen to that one because she loves. That's like her chocolate. That that's the, <laughs> she's very picky. <laughs> that is the one. She loves that stuff. It's just remind me, I've got to get her some presents. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Um, well, that's a really strong recommendation. Is, is there anyone else? Ron would be great. I think, oh, I think yeah. the work that he's done is fantastic. I know his dad very well. He's a nice chat, Ron. Um, I just think he's, he's such a character and he's somebody, you know, whether you like him or you don't, he's a bit like Marmite in that sense. Yeah. But he is somebody who is being authentic. And he makes and people I think, the, think, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, the more, the more we have people who actually speak their truth, the better the world will be. So, you know, somebody like him, I always find him fascinating, these, these interviews, because he actually you know, does say it how it is as far as he can see. And, yeah. and he speaks from an authentic place rather than from, you know, driven by sound bites, you know, yeah. like a, most celebrities are really. Yeah. <laughs> no, I completely know what you mean. A lot of people, they seem, they're saying what they think people want to hear as opposed to what they truly believe. So that, well, most people are programmed. That's the problem, yeah. you see. And most people are programmed to think, we, you know, we're programmed by our educational system. We're yeah. programmed by the pharmaceutical companies. We're programmed by the banking system. We're programmed by religion. You know, most people live a life that's programmed and we come into the world being told this is what we've got to be like. Yeah. And most people, unfortunately, do follow that path. And we're programmed by our peers, you know, the expectations. It's a series of, you know, programs and brainwashing, actually. Yeah. Well, uh, often it's very insidious. I, I, I encourage people to actually t- t- try and think for themselves, yeah. not to believe what I believe, but to actually get out and start to question their life, to mm. question their habits, to question their, their nutrition, to question all the things around them. For me, that's absolutely vital. Yeah. I've taken up more of your time than I should have really, but it's been an okay. absolute pleasure and it's just flown by. Um, if there's anything I can do to help you out, don't be a stranger. Um, and if there's any contacts you want to leave for people, people want to follow you or get in contact with you. Well, if anybody's interested in the work that I do, um, I've, got, I've got two websites, both being updated at the moment, but there's lots of information on there. Uh, from the healing side, um, www.lighttherapyrevolution.com has got lots of information about me. And if you're interested in, in the work that I'm doing, the writing I'm doing with, with my quantum healing, quantum power programming, quantum law of attraction, lots of quantum things, then uh, you can check out my website, www.simonhinton.com. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. The Alpha Ultimatum, my 10-week malperformance mentoring. Build your body, build your mind, live limitless. Get 2015 started right. We'll be working on your inner game as well as building the body to match. We start in January, so now is the time. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved, 
and you have the application form right there. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.